world. Your pass first point guard and trailblazers reporter, Mike Richmond. You are listening to another episode of Locked on Blazers, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, available wherever you get podcasts and also on YouTube. Thanks for making the show your first listen. It's available five days a week, Monday through Friday, free on all platforms. Check us out. Tell your friends to do the same and make it your first listen. It's Locked on Blazers, your team every day. Today's episode, we're going to talk about the Blazers' final game before the All-Star break. They lose to the Wizards, 126-101, in a game where they just uh, th- their offense escaped them, their defense was no good, and Hanfrey Simons got hurt. It was just a bummer way to head into the break. Um, we will recap that one, talk all everything we saw, talk about Anthony Simon's injury, and then kind of touch base with where they are as we get closer to the break. Um they're not in a great spot, but they are in a very believable spot. And uh, right now they're injured. If they get more healthy, I think there's uh, there is they'll be better. They have better players. Let's let's get into all that. Let's get into sort of a all-star check-in. Uh, Anthony Simon's health update. But first, let's do what we do. Fastest recap in the West. Blazers lose 126-101. Uh, they didn't score 115, so they didn't have a chance to win this game. They were down early, 31-27. In fact, they never led in this game. Tied a couple times early, very, very early in the game, but they never led. Down 31-27 at the end of one. Down 59-52 at halftime. Uh, and, and frankly, it felt like they had played worse than to be down just seven, uh, but they only trailed by 12 in the first half. Like, uh, they struggled a little bit. The offense, like, really didn't get clicking until... I mean, never really got going, but it was it was, it was was a real slog early, but, but uh, Washington didn't pull away, and then... Uh, a brief flurry when it looks like the Blazers were going to take control, but still down down double digits for for a chunk of that uh, second quarter, down by as many as twelve, but only down seven at halftime. And you're like, okay, they haven't played very well. They just need to put together like eleven good minutes of basketball at any point. And this Wizards team, which just doesn't guard people, you'll have a chance to win. They didn't. Instead. The Washington Wizards rocked them in the third quarter, 38-22 Washington after halftime uh, in, in, the, in the immediately following halftime. They take a 97-74 lead into the fourth quarter, and that was it. Like, if the... Uh, you know, they hung around to, to make it relatively close. Uh, Shaden Sharp hit a three-pointer to cut the lead uh, to 10 with five minutes left, but a Bradley Beal bucket and then a Bradley Beal foul that was called a flagrant on Damian Lillard uh, quickly just swung the game back to a 15-plus point lead, and the Blazers uh, couldn't could not make hay after charging back, but down 23 to charge back to 10. Like, everybody makes a run. It's just a little bit too much energy. 126-101 is your final. That's your fast. Just recap in the West. Two things. Um, the Damon Lord of Flagrant did not decide this game. It had nothing to do with the outcome of this game, and I thought it was the right call. Um, but it was it was uh, contentious on the Blazers broadcast that I was watching. I thought it was the right call. Uh, Damon Lord, 39 points, 10 boards, 6 assists, but he also had 6 turnovers in this one. And this just wasn't the crazy efficiency we've seen from Dame lately. 14 of 30 from the floor, you know, 39 points on 30 shots. Uh, 5 of 17 from from 3. He missed 12 free throws. And he didn't get to, or 12 three-pointers. And he didn't get to the line that often. 6 of 7 from from the stripe. Uh, Anthony Simons, he got hurt late in the third quarter. Landed on Kyle Kuzma's leg with 1.5 seconds left to go in the third quarter. We'll talk about his injury uh, to uh, in the second segment. He, he had 17 on 6 of 15 shooting. Uh, Cam Reddish played well. He had 18 points. I thought Cam actually had a slow start. Had some kind of... Um, had, Passed up some shots he can make, passed up some shots he should take, uh, missed one from the corner, and then it's like the next time it came to him was kind of hesitant, but shook that after some sort of early, like, 
hey, am I allowed to do this type of new player stuff? To finish with 18 points on 7 of 12 shooting, hit 4 of 7 threes, was good on offense. Um, Matisse Thibel, 2 points on 1 of 4 shooting, had um, did have 4 steals because that's what he does, but had just 1 board and 1 assist. Uh, not a good Drew Eubanks night. He finished with 3 points and 11 boards. Trenton Watford, who killed the Wizards in the last meeting, unlocked the Blazers and was like so special. I think he was on the scouting report. He had 4 points, uh, 3 boards, and zero assists, also had four fouls. The Wizards hunted him and found him on defense. Really, a really nice Shaden Sharp night. 14 points on five of nine shooting. Um, in the third quarter, ball swings to Shaden Sharp in the corner. Taj Gibson, who is playing NBA basketball in 2023, closes out on Shaden Sharp. First of all, a Taj Gibson closeout on Shaden Sharp, that's money for Shaden. Like, Taj Gibson has been in the NBA for nearly as long as Shaden Sharp has been alive. Sharp pump fakes, Taj bites, or kind of, you know, just just enough bites that that, uh, that Shaden can get by him. And the moment that he that he got uh, Taj up in the air and started, and started going to the basket, Lamar heard... Um, Lamar, <laughs> Lamar sounded like he was going through it on the broadcast. Uh, I'm glad it's the all-star break. Go get healthy, Lamar. Get your, get your voice right. Get, um, get back there. Uh, Blazers, everybody on the, on the Blazers broadcast, everyone in Blazerland, including the broadcasters needs, needs the all-star break to get healthy, get well soon to Kevin Calabro as well. But, um, Shane Sharp up fake. Gets Taja bite and and Lamar recognizes it right away. He says, "Here we go, here we go." Lamar's so good at like kind of seeing like when athletes are going to load up. He has a really good eye for it to be like this is an opportunity for a massive dunk. It's a good, it's a really good anticipatory thing that that he can do. And Shaden Sharp cocked back a right-handed dunk from the baseline, just a tomahawk rejump from outside the paint, hit his head on the backboard when he jumped, and it was yet another reminder that he's not in the dunk contest. Uh, but at least we'll get to see Mac McClung and Jericho Sims. I'm excited for that. Tune in Saturday night. I'll be there. I won't be there. I, won't, I may watch 50-50. Less than that. I'm not going to watch. I'll admit it. I will not watch the dunk contest. I'm going to watch the three-point contest, though, because Damian Lillard's going to be in it. On the other side, for the Blazers, or for the Wizards, rather, uh, just I wanted to get that dunk highlight in for Shaden Sharp. It was, it, was, it was by far the most pleasing portion of the game. On the other side, Blazers had no answer for Kyle Kuzma or Chris Saps Porzingis. Kuzma 33 and 9, Chris Saps 28, 12, and 5 dimes. Bradley Beal had 19. Uh, Kuzma early, Kuzma in the third quarter, and then to bring it home, it's like Brad Beal, go get us buckets. He did down the stretch, kind of close this game out. Um, this was just a bad game. Uh, Portland failed to score 30 points in any quarter. They they hadn't done that done that in over a month, um, not since that game in Indiana in Indianapolis where they melted down against the Pacers and missed their final 13 shots, and the offense just like totally betrayed them late. Um, they've been killing teams on offense. They've been killing teams. You know, no Jeremy Grant in this game, no Yusuf Nurkic. You lose Amphrey Simons after you know in the final quarter. You know, you're playing shorthanded for sure, but they've been awesome. They've been awesome on offense, and the offense and the offense was not awesome. And their defense is bad, and it was not very good again tonight. They played a ton of zone. They came out in zone, played a ton of zone, even did some ha- some like three quarters court trapping and fell back into the zone. I like the idea of the zone, right? Uh, Washington's really big. Chris Porzingis is seven three, and he's playing ostensibly power forward to begin the game with Daniel Gafford in there. Kyle Kuzma is really big, 6'8", 6'9", um, playing, playing the three. Like, they're really big, and the Blazers do not match up well with teams with size. Going zone helped mitigate some of that size, 
But the Wizards started making threes. Uh, they, they they shot it really well in the first half. Kuzma hit a couple from deep. That was just like, well, if Kyle Kuzma is going to take a 34-footer, then like you just got to salute your salute the God and be like, hey, g- good job. <laughs> good job, buddy. Go, stay, stay at it. Um, w- love your spirits. But they also got to the rim uh, and like, Zone defense is like the whole idea of like the most dis- the most disruptive zones in the NBA. They choose where the opponents shoot from. That you can't really prevent teams in the league in the modern NBA from shooting threes. Like they're it's like if you if you limit a team's three point attempts, they're going to take like thirty, and if you kind of let them get up a natural number of three point attempts, they're going to shoot thirty eight. So it's like you can you can't really stop teams from shooting threes. It's just like not how the league works. Um, it's not how spacing works. It's not how it's not how shooting works. Like, um, it, it's it you can't really stop a but like the best zones dictate more than man to man dictate where you shoot from. You know, man-to-man, you just try to make all of their shots tough, maybe take them out of their pet actions. With the zone, it's like you're you're matching up with some man principles, but you are saying, hey, we don't want you to shoot from here and here. Like, we're going to push you to these spots, or we're going to push you. We're going to push the ball to these spots with the way we guard. Blazers' zone just didn't do that. It didn't really do that. Um, it did, to some extent, make it a little bit harder for them to get above the break threes until the ball went down low and they found the corners and the Blazers were worried about the corners and Kyle Kuzma got hot from above the break. Then they um, the, the the zone was just porous and they were giving up drives to the rim. They didn't have anyone who could guard Kuzma and they got worried about that and they couldn't have anyone. They didn't have anyone that could guard Chris Tapps and the, the idea of the zone was to have more show him more bodies, but he's 7'3". doesn't matter how many little bodies you show him. He's just going to score over the top. They just, the defense just, the defense, I, I didn't think the plan was terrible on defense. Like it was like a pretty good plan. It's just, they didn't, they don't have the dudes that could make it really tough. And then, and, and they were exposed. Like the way the Blazers were going to win this game is the, the exact way they beat the Wizards last time is to have like a 70 point half and say, we're going to score a buck 35. And if you only score 128, you're going to lose. Uh, Wizards scored 126. The Blazers needed, this was a game of Blazers probably need to score 130 because the Wizards are, they're really good on offense and bad on defense, and that's who the Blazers have been over the last couple weeks. Blazers have been a fourth on offense and 28th on defense, according to Clean the Glass. On the year, they're about there, 5-26. and 26. So, like, that's who they got to be. They weren't. The offense wasn't there. They lost. Let's talk about Amphrey Simons. This injury didn't look, did not look good. Um, let's talk about what happened and what it what it you know what it means for this for this weekend in Salt Lake City specifically because we don't know much beyond that. But before we do that, I want to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. I play I play Prize Picks. I play it on the app. I I, I got it right on my phone. Um, but you can go to PrizePicks.com or download the app. They got a whole bunch of sports to choose from. And how it works is you pick between two and six players from whatever sport you want to play, and then you just pick over or under the line set by Prize Picks. I play NBA, so it's things like points and rebounds and assists and blocks. The players are there. You pick the player you want to add to your entry. You pick over or under the line sets by prize picks. And if you if you get it right, you win some money. You're not going against sharks. You're not going against the field. Just you versus the line set by prize picks. Super simple, super easy to win. And right now, if you go to prizepicks.com or sign up using the app and use the promo code LOCKEDON, they'll match your first deposit up to $100. It's a 100% deposit match. So if you put in 100 bucks, get 100 bucks. Put in 50 bucks, you get 50 bucks. So go take advantage. Use that promo code uh, locked on when you sign up and, and get your 100 bucks for that deposit match. Check it out. Prize Picks Daily Fantasy Made Easy. All right. Let's talk about Ambry Simons. He goes up for a floater. 
just under two seconds left at the very, very end of the third quarter. Comes down on Kyle Kuzma's foot with his right uh, right ankle. Really bad roll, it looks like. And Ant went down hard. The ball goes the other The Wizards go the other way. Um, and Lamar heard on the broadcast, he was like, he could tell. Lamar's watched a lot of Blazer games very close. He could tell by Ant's body language that this doesn't look good. Because the way Ant stayed down, the way he kind of reacted. And so even without the camera going back and us seeing it again, I could just tell, you know, so pays to have good good dudes on the call like it's um by an expert who's seen things up close in just terms of bad body language this doesn't look good and then he saw the replay and indeed it didn't look good it didn't look good um ankle rolls a bunch he gets he stays down the the training staff comes out you know the Blazers have to take a take an intentional foul uh training staff comes out he doesn't put weight on it going off the floor. He puts his arms around Yusuf Nurkic and one of the Blazers' uh, medical guys, Chuck Loftus. Um, I'm not exactly sure what what um, Chuck's title is, but I, I would have given it to him if I'd known. But one of their health and health and um, performance folks. Um, and then eventually they get deeper into the tunnel, and it's clear that Ant just like, cannot put weight on his leg. And and Yusuf Nurkic literally picks him up and carries him back through in, deep into the tunnel. The Blazers' uh, locker room is uh, maybe... 200 maybe a little less than 100 yards 80 yards from uh, through that tunnel so it wasn't like a super long walk with Nurk but it's not um you know Ant couldn't put any weight on it after the game Chauncey Billups told reporters that the uh, x-rays came back negative that just means there's no broken bones it does not tell us the severity he'll get an MRI tomorrow and then once he gets imaging we'll kind of know the bummer part is, is that Anthony Simons, it was announced officially official, I believe it was reported beforehand by Shamstrani of The Athletic, but um, I don't know why we need uh, anonymous sources to announce who's in the three-point contest, almost said a bad word, um, <laughs> It's late at night. I apologize. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why we need anonymous sources to um, announce who's in the three-point contest because the league just announced it today. Anthony Simons was going to be in it with Damian Lillard, and in fact, later this week, I was going to do like a big extravaganza of who's going to, you know, who's going to the Blazers at All-Star Weekend and. Uh, Amphrey Simons with a chance to be one of the few guys to win a dunk contest and a three-point contest. Rare air for him, all of these things, what it means to be invited to the weekend, like in terms of stardom, blah, 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 blah. There's no way he's, he's no way he's going to Salt Lake City, right? Like, there's no way, even if he's fine, like even if this is not a big deal, there's no way the like the first time we see him play basketball again is, is um, the three-point shootout. I would say, I mean, I don't, I'm guessing to be clear, I'm recording this like after 11 PM on Tuesday evening. So, uh, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but like, there's no way. Um, and that stinks. It stinks. Uh, like we don't know the severity of the injury, but it, it didn't look good. The, the, his teammates and, you know, Damon Lord said afterwards, it, it's, his impression was it didn't look good. John C. Billups was impression that it didn't look good. You know, everyone who's, who was right there on the floor said, yeah, right away it looked bad. And like, They've probably seen it a couple times. You've seen it on the replay. It's just ankles are tough. Like it's that's, uh, you know, Justice Winslow had a really bad ankle. Ankle, um, you know, turned his ankle. He's going to end up missing six plus weeks. Like it's just it's it's they're tricky. They're they're different for everybody, and it's like unclear kind of where it might be. Um, but like that stinks. So you know, your Blazers already were missing J- uh, Jeremy Grant. He should be back. Like he's in concussion protocol. So next, it, you know, unless there's something. Uh, 
you know, pretty serious, um, some pretty serious neurological stuff. He'll be back next week. Um, Chons- or excuse me, Yusuf Nurkic told uh, Jason Quick of The Athletic that he's aiming to be back. The Blazers' first game back from the All-Star break. So he should be back shortly thereafter, hopefully. And Ants, we'll just see how long it is. But he should get, um, you know, he'll get, a, he'll get a full week. If he doesn't do anything from now until the Blazers return, he'll get a full week of, of no action. That should help. Uh, bummer. It stinks. Uh, and, and it's just, it's, it, it puts into question kind of because of where the Blazers are. Like, what should they even do? You know, they're not going to, they're not going to like tank capital T. And I think, I think, um, I think that bothers me about the sort of the language around the basketball stuff is like tanking is when you do what the Blazers did last year is like Damon Lord has surgery and he has surgery knowing like I'm going to miss a big chunk of time and I could, I could maybe play through it and get surgery later, but I'm going to get it now because like this is the direction we're heading. You trade away a bunch of vets, you straight up fabricate injuries, um, and, and, and play, you know, 10, 10 day guys for the rest of the year. Like that's tanking. Um, just losing is not tanking. And the Blazers might, um, the Blazers are not going to intentionally lose by any means. And I, they're not going to shut guys down or anything like that. They might be more conservative with injuries a little bit in the last half of the season, but with the ant stuff, it's like, you know, you play Shaden Sharp and he's really fun. You want to get him, get him a bunch of minutes and see what he can do. And I think playing Shaden Sharp next to Damian Lillard, a bunch would be valuable to me. Cause it's like, does this work? Well, let's just go ahead and find out. Like, is this a really good duo? Because I think it might be. Um, but it's, you know, figure figure out what it looks like. Um, but it's, you know, the Blazers are in 10th. Um, both both uh, Oklahoma City and Utah play tomorrow so that the, they might uh, shift in the standings heading into the break, like out of the, out of the play-in picture. They're like right on the edge right now. I think it's pretty clear that Oklahoma City is better than the Blazers. Like I think we have enough data um, from watching those two, two, two teams play against one another that at least head-to-head OKC is like straight up better. They've been really good since the first of the year. They're a good basketball team. Um, it's like... I don't think the Bla- I think it's very reasonable Blazers miss the play in if Amphrey Simons misses a bunch of a chunk of time. I think it's totally reasonable that he that they miss the play in and that might be fine. If you miss if you if you don't make the playoffs or even if you do are the play in team in your 10th, it's still a long road to make the playoffs, so like they don't have to like if t- 11 10 whatever. Like it's it's kind of the same thing. Um I don't think it matters. I guess you could you could play a couple play a couple uh, postseason basketball games if you if you make the play in tournament. So there could be value there in playing some high leverage games. And you have Dame, you can win pretty much uh, any any single game with Damian Lord, as he said earlier this week, uh, yesterday in fact, or Monday. He said we've got me, and that's why he believes in the Blazers. They indeed they indeed do have him. Uh, we've got me as an all timer. So like. They're not going to tank, but with Ant, they're going to be, they're already struggling. They're going to be worse. It's like, do you pull the plug? I don't know. Uh, Let's talk about where they are and why that sort of like, what, pull the plug is not even what I think they're going to do. Do you, do you, what do you do? And let's talk about where they are and like why, what, what they do is all of a sudden in question to close the show. But first, let me tell you about Built Bar, best tasting protein bar I've ever had. I've been eating them for a bunch of a long time. I like them because. 
They pack a punch. On average, 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, just four net carbs, and less than five grams of sugar on average. Uh, you can go to Built.com right now and use the promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your next order. But if you don't want to buy them online, you want to go to the store, find out immediate gratification, find out what the deal is, great news. Because now Walmarts and Sam's Clubs across the country are carrying Built Bars. So you can go find out if the cookies and cream and peanut butter brownies that I've been telling you about for so many years are really that good. Go buy a four-pack, see if you like them, and then once you find out you do, go back and buy a box of 13 at Sam's Club or Walmart. As always, you can go to Built.com and get them if you want to. Built Bars, check them out. Still a pass first point guard. I'm still Mike Richmond. You are still listening to Locked on Blazers. The Avery Simons injury brings up this, you know, we don't know how long he's going to be out, but let's say he misses five games or whatever they're gonna be way worse like they're already pretty thin and is really important to what they do and even with them they're not very good so like it's it brings me to kind of like what 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 should the goal be I don't think they need to tank. They're not going to catch the truly terrible teams. The Spurs have lost 13 games in a row. The Blazers can't do that. Um, if you have Damon Lowered on the court, we've got me. We've got me. Like, you're just, you're going to win some games, right? About half of them. The Blazers just wrap, wrapped up a stretch where they played 15 of 19 at home. 15 of 19 at home. They went 10 and 9 in those games. On the year, they're 16 of 14 at home. 12 and 16 on the road. It's like they're a worse road team. Pretty much everybody is. But they're not a particularly dominant or even close to it or even like they're basically split them with games. Um, basically split them with, with, with games at home. They're top five offense. They're a bottom five defense. They've got a plus 0.01 net rating. <laughs> According to Cleaning the Glass. That's That's like... They are just perfectly average. It's who they are. They're going to win 40 or 41, somewhere between 40 and 42 games. They're right on pace to be about, statistically, they profile as a slightly better than a 41-win team, but not quite 42 wins. Like, they're going to win half their games. That's if everybody's, like, with with moderate health, without Ant, they might slip a little bit further, but I, I, I think... My perspective has changed um, a couple times on this, uh, and, and I think in part because the Blazers, when they traded and got that other second-round pick from the Knicks and the Josh Hart-Cam Reddish deal, um, even if Cam Reddish is doesn't shoot and make four threes, like the, the pick is valuable. If Cam Reddish is a player, you got something. You really got something cooking there. But because you have that Knicks pick, which you could conceivably trade to the Bulls and say, hey, you, you, we, we owe you a pick. The lottery protected through 2028. Instead of dealing with all that, let's just, how about you just take this Knicks pick, you give us back our pick, and then the Blazers will have all their future picks to trade. Because that is a very reasonable scenario. Very, 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 very reasonable scenario. Like, I, I think that's straight up, I mean, I'm just guessing, but I bet that's what happens. Like, I think that's that's the, the value of that pick. Um, be, because you have that, you don't need to make the playoffs and so you desperately free up your future picks in order to make in order to make a big swing. You're probably better off just losing and getting the ninth pick in the draft and getting that pick right or trading that pick for another thing or packaging that pick and the future picks for all your, you know, for all all of the marbles, right? For everything big. But, you know, if you can free up your picks 
and draft ninth, you can continue this wild approach to to um, two timelines, two two um, timelines that will never cross moving forward with developmental parts and contending parts. Like, um, it's don't do that. I'm kidding there, but like you because of because of you know because of potential to miss a guy for some time and because of just even if he's healthy like outside of the injury totally like outside the injury they just they've just they are where they are right <laughs> like they're 28 and 30 um they had a chance to go to go to 500 against a team on their home court with a losing record both teams have played second night of the back back to back the wizards were on the road portland's a little short-handed in this game but it's a winnable game right there in front of them they get walloped like and they get wild because they don't shoot well. Like, you know, they were 12 of 42 from three. They made 17 threes in the first half the night before. There's just kind of the random variance of NBA games. I think the bricks were the problem, but the defense is never good. So they have to score to win. So it's like they're going to struggle anyways. And I think now, quite frankly, I'm, I'm rooting would be the wrong word to describe what I'm doing, like ever. But like, I think it would make more sense if the Blazers finish 12th in the West, accept their fate, go to the lottery and call it what it is. They're not making noise in the playoffs. What If, if they say they finish, say they make a, a, a run, right? And they get the seventh seed in the West. How many games have they taken off Memphis in the opening round of the playoffs? Two? Forcing a game seven? I think you could talk yourself into the Blazers forcing a game seven against Memphis. Could they win on the road in Memphis to uh, to make this to make the second round of the playoffs? Could you? Could, are you that uh, optimistic? I'm not, just because of where the Blazers have been at on defense. Um, I'm not sure they're winning. You know, three. I'm not sure they're getting to a game seven. But it's like, I I don't. I think we've seen enough of this team to know that they're not going to make noise in the playoffs. So you're better at, at this point. You don't want it to be like this, right? Like, you don't want to have played 58 games and be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that might do it. But, like, they need to think about what is, if they really want to win with Dame, they got to figure out what winning with Dame looks like. And what winning with Dame looks like might mean that this season was, they always kind of thought they were going to be, you know, mediocre, low, low level, or out of the playoff type team and kind of build for what's next. Now they've kind of set themselves up where they should build for what's next. Like, I don't think this, I don't think you want this team to make the playoffs. If you do, though, good. Because rooting for your team to win games is cool. <laughs> it's cool. Um, don't let like pragmatic asset nerds, which I literally just spent 15 minutes being a pragmatic asset nerd, like, don't let folks like me and this podcast tell you to not root for your team to win games. Do not let them steal your joy because w watching the, the dudes you enjoy wearing the jerseys you prefer win games in the city that you call home or used to call home or just the basketball team you like watching those fools win is is the greatest joy there is. So just just like root for them to win, root for them to win. Don't root for asset nerd nerdery, although this like this nerd will tell you, I, I do think at this point that's the best plan. That's going to do it for today's show. I appreciate you listening. Uh, tomorrow's show, uh, if you made it this far, here's what you know. Tomorrow's show is a mailbag episode. If you have a mailbag question, email me, lockedonblazerspot at gmail.com. I need questions. Send me a bunch. Send me fun ones. Send me whatever. Um, don't send me questions about the Blazers in the buyout market. Their roster's full. They're not going to be players in the buyout market. Stop. Um, <laughs> actually, I've gotten that a lot. You can, keep, you can ask me again. I'll send you an email back. They're not going to be players in the buyout market. 
But send me questions. Send me good ones. Send me funny ones. Send me send me questions that are you know relevant or big picture, small picture, whatever you want. Locked on Blazerspod at gmail.com. Tomorrow's tomorrow's podcast will be a um to be a mailbag episode, and then Friday to close out the week, head into the All Star Weekend. I got a really fun guest interview. Really, really, really fun guest. You're going to want to stick around for that. And we'll look ahead to All-Star Weekend, to Dame and, and a whole weekend in Salt Lake City. And at some point, we'll get some clarity on what's up with Anthony Simons. That's going to do it for today's show. Come back for tomorrow's show. Make it your first listen. Tell your friends to do the same. I appreciate you listening. I'll talk to you soon.